Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. I just rewatched uh, Return of the King the other day and, uh, um... This is exactly how we started our last episode. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you were good in that movie. Who was I? Faramir. Oh, yeah, I could see it a little bit, huh? What do you mean a little bit? <laughs> Let's pull him up. You there. look just like David Wenham. David Wenham is his name, huh? Yeah, he's this fucking ginger from New Zealand. Come on, I'm not a full-blown ginger. I do look a little like him. Uh, fucking... Pretty much exactly. Uh, I mean, not now. He's if all right. I'm going to show you this picture. I watched uh, the movie that he made last year, and he looks just like you still. Uh, here you go. I mean, he's like ten to fifteen years older than you. Yeah, that's the same. You I mean, his skin is no. His skin is pretty rough. Show a picture of him uh, from. Put it, David Wenham, Lord of the Rings. That's what Gary would look like. Type Faramir. Okay. If I had long yeah, hair. You're right. Whoa. Yep. Now, yeah. his face is a little narrower than mine. That's just genetics. Well, yeah, that's... What? <laughs> <laughs> All of that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I have a little bit more of a chin, but yeah, I mean... If you told if, if we told if me and him were next to each other and we told somebody we were brothers, they would believe us. Sure. Because they've seen me shoot a bow. Right. Um sure. yeah. yeah. I'll allow it. I'll take it. As long as I wasn't one of the hobbits, I was gonna be alright with it. It's weird watching it now, seeing of the like the fellowship who has had like a lasting career and who hasn't like Sean Bean only plays villains and like direct to video, like shitty action movies. Now. I mean, he was in game of Thrones. He's a major part of game of Thrones. Yeah, I never movie. saw it. So, um, and then like, uh, uh, Dominic Monaghan was on lost and was in, he was in a star war. Um, but, uh, Billy Boyd hasn't done shit. Yeah, he hasn't, has he? I haven't seen him in anything else. Can you hear that baby crying? Yep. Good. That's okay. It's not that bad. Keep going. Now everyone can experience my life. Sure. Um, What were we talking about? Lord Lord of the Rings. Rings. Uh, Beagle Mortensen does his random weird movies from time to time, doesn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. He pulls his dick out in movies a lot. Yeah, got a hog on him. Decent. I mean, he. You've seen the movie Eastern Promises, right? Where he plays the Russian gangster. He no. he, he has a full-on fight scene in a Russian bathhouse, completely nude. I know I'm going to take heat from this, but that is one of the greatest fight scenes it's, in film. It's fantastic. I don't know why he has to be naked, but it's a still, it's a violent fight scene. Yeah. It's almost like the raid level. It's a really good fight scene. You got to go? Can we pause? Or actually, we'll keep going for a few minutes and we'll see if I'm needed. Okay. These kids are real pricks. Mm Mm-hmm. Just not fucking cooperating. Um, No, I have not seen his, his hog, though. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it. I mean, you should just Google uh, Eastern Promises fight scene. Well, he has a whole fight scene with his dick out? Yeah, he's yeah. completely nude, and he kicks the shit out of someone, and it's uh, he he did all his own stunts in that movie. But he pulls his dick out in a lot of movies. He was in um, uh, uh, The Deer Runner, which was Sean Penn's directorial debut, which is based on a Bruce Springsteen song, and shows his dick in that. It's not huge, but he's a fairly thin, muscular dude. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to show me that fight scene. So. Um, well, good for him. I appreciate his confidence. Speaking of of penises, <laughs> um, yep. I took Dexter to the bath 
or to the bathroom. Yeah, to the bathroom the other day, and he had to piss. And I was helping him, and uh, he ended up he had a the most aggressive boner I've seen him have. And he just looks down, kind of wide eyed, and he goes, "Daddy, my penis growed and growed." Mm-hmm. And then he grabbed hold of it, started moving it around. And he goes, "Look at my big, big penis." And uh, I, I had to leave the room because I was. He, he's gonna listen to this one day and be very proud. Yeah, he, I was. I was like, "There you go, buddy. Yep. There you go. Now stop playing with that. You're, you're gonna get pissed on your hands." Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like I've had to say with you before. To you, it's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So he says things every day that make me laugh and laugh. Mm-hmm. Not always about his penis, but I didn't tell you that uh, I took him to uh, to the bathroom another time, and I had like sweatpants on. You can kind of see the outline of my dick a little bit, and he just goes boop and just boops my dick, and he goes, "Hey, I touched your dick." No, he didn't <laughs> say dick. He said, "Hey, I touched your penis," because he doesn't know the word dick yet. Right. He goes, I touched your penis, and then he laughed. And I was like, "All right, that's enough of that." <laughs> I'm glad you're raising a sex offender. <laughs> He just booped it. Yeah. I mean, that's I've tried to use that argument in court. It doesn't work. <laughs> Your Honor, this was a fully legal boop. I was like, uh, Your Honor, I didn't grab her by the pussy. I just booped it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, how different? Because I always do the whisper, too, afterwards, in case they weren't sure. I'm like, hey, I just flicked your Gucci. I think flicked is more aggressive of a word. You might be able to get away with boot. How much different would that uh, tape of Donald Trump have been if he said, I just boop him in the pussy? That's true. Yeah. You're like, he's adorable. Just a boop. <laughs> you got to make the noise, too. Yeah. Boop. That orange slug is adorable. <laughs> so glad he has that palace on Tatooine. Yeah. Um, I, I do... It's shocking how much less I like am on Twitter now that he's not the president. Because mm-hmm. um, it's just like Biden's not going to do almost anything. If no. He's a useless, uh, senile, random human being that happens to be president for reasons that defy logic. And, but you can't really say anything bad about him because the center left will get upset with you. Right. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know. Anything else you got to talk about in this in this crazy, crazy world? Talked about your asshole in the last video. Last yeah, video. I mean, uh, so. I might try and make that pizza this week now. Uh, we talked no. about it now. No, nope. no. Now I'm fully committed to it. No. Nope. I, so first of all, I'm not in because I don't like cocktail sauce. So in case you guys don't remember from the previous episode, um, explain the pizza you wanted to make. Well, it would just it would be, you know, a regular pizza with cheese, but I'd put, you know, uh, grilled shrimp on it. And instead of using uh, marinara sauce, I would use cocktail sauce. I'm just trying to think of what sort of cheese would complement marinara sauce best. Maybe like a, a nice feta. No. Wait, marinara or, or cocktail? Co- cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce. The dumpster. Yeah. So I don't like cocktail sauce. On I don't like sauce with no. Sure. Am. I don't like cocktail sauce to begin with. Why not? Are you not a fan of horseradish? I like horseradish. What? Horseradish and cheese. You would have to know. do cheddar only is the only thing that's going to work on that. Cheddar, like a sharp, like super sharp cheddar, like the kind that has the little crunchies in them, like you know, um, uh, you know, like Irish cheddar, like the Dubliner. You're just trying to get that in because it's Street Patrick's Day. Uh, no, it's a week later. This the the one that we okay. just reported isn't coming out on St. Patrick's Day either. <laughs> Pause for just pause okay. for just a minute. Seriously, man, like, like a, that's the only thing that I can think of that's gonna go. It's still gonna be too sweet, but sweet. What's gonna be sweet? The cocktail sauce is super sweet. So cocktail sauce isn't sweet. Okay, you're right. It's super sweet, and it has like sugar and horseradish in it. it well, the, the cocktail sauce that I get doesn't have any sugar in it. 
Oh, you, did you say you had house made from like some fancy place? Okay. Yeah. So it's going to have lemon and horseradish and tomatoes and usually a lot of sugar. And then you have your, uh, and you get your shrimp. There's nothing that has any sort of funk in it is going to work with that at all. No feta, no Parmesan. It's got to be like super sharp cheddar would probably work. All right. No Swiss. Ew. Swiss is cunty. Horseradish and cheddar is pretty good, though. The lemon's going to throw it off, but if it's sweet, it's just a disaster. And I'm back. Sugar and cheddar does not work. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I, don't, I don't like anything about this whole pizza idea. I don't like shrimp either. Shrimp is gross to me. Why is shrimp gross? Because when I put it in my mouth, I want to die. Are you allergic to shellfish? No. I'm allergic to the taste of shellfish. I don't even dislike shellfish. I don't love lobster, but I don't hate it. I actually like crab. Um, there's, you know, I like scallops. Gross. I like clams. I like scallops. You don't like the texture of shrimp? Yes, I think that's mostly what it is. How do you feel about lobster? Don't love it, but I it it has a little bit of that same like tensile strength texture that sure. shrimp does, but less so in my opinion. Have you that, had and I, I spent a lot of you know? what's that? So like those weird little lobster tail thingies. I can see. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't think I've ever had those. I'm not a big seafood guy, but I did grow up from the time where I was like six. Um, deep hooping hundreds of shrimp because uh, so where I grew up in New York our landlord was the the butcher down the street we grew up in the we grew up in the 1840s and his son owned the fish market right next door wow. so like they, they would put me to work in there when I was I don't know six seven eight just they'd pull out a big vat of shrimp and then just have me deep hoopifying it Nice. That that didn't help probably my future feelings on shrimp. When you first said depoopifying, I thought you said deep pooping. And yeah. I was like, so you just like ate so much shrimp that it just came out in your poop? Yeah. It's like deep faking, but it involves a lot of poo and shrimp. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, I'm not I'm not I don't dine on shrimp swine. Um the first time I was ever aware of deep faking was in that fucking Leslie Mann, who's Judd Apatow's wife, was in some movie where she just walks by the camera naked for a second. And I was like, oh, I think it was This is 40. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, right on. She decided at 40 she was going to do a nude scene. And then I remember reading that they're like, oh, yeah, we just painted her nude digitally. And I'm just like, why? <clears throat> yeah. Either have the scene or don't. Um, I, I just felt like I was owed my jism back from jerking off to it. Oh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not going to say what Did I was just saying. you really say. want it back? Yeah, I tried. Put, it's tough to put that genie back in the bottle. <laughs> it's You just need a tiny, tiny funnel. Mm-hmm. And a future UTI. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? I'm gonna. You got me thinking about food now, and I've become mildly obsessed with a an offering by a new restaurant in Dover. Uh, there is. There's a new restaurant in Dover. There's several new restaurants in Dover. There's Sassy Biscuits, which is really no. good. <clears throat> what? Sassy Biscuits. No, no. they make. That's, um, what, that's what my mammy used to call her titties. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's a red light district sort of thing. She's gross. No. To be um, fair, it's a it's a it's a grayish brown light district. <laughs> um, so yeah, so sassy biscuits is there. That's good no. stuff. Stop saying that. Um, that's really good food. And then Earl's steak sandwiches uh, opened up in Dover as well. I don't trust a fellow named Earl. No. It, I mean, cooking stuff, that sounds like a guy that's going to know his way around uh, the kitchen. Who um, would you rather have as a line cook, Earl or a Hank? That's close. 
Which one would you rather have as a proctologist? I guess Earl. <laughs> Earl sounds like someone who'd wear glasses at least. Yeah. Um, so he'll be a, he, won't, he won't have poor depth perception. Yeah. Go for the splashing. <laughs> um, so no, Earl's steak sandwiches has good steak sandwiches, but one thing they also have that is fucking ridiculous is uh, they have like this griddled cornbread um, and they drizzle uh, honey butter on it. I don't like the word drizzle, but continue. They moist the word honey butter on it. Stop it! And um, so nourish next. It's it's fucking obscenely good. Um, it's heavy though. Like you eat it, so you get like three good sized pieces. And if you eat it all in one sitting, as I did, you are it's nap time for you. Like it's time for you to you're checking out for the day. Do you get but, it for free if you eat it all at once? No, it's. I mean, it's not hard to eat all at once. It's just hard to remain awake afterwards. Like it's not hard to jerk off. It's just hard not to fall asleep afterwards. Mm-hmm. You're um, right. So, like for example, I I ordered a couple extra orders of those. And I brought them to like the guys that were working in the kitchen. I kind of like put my hand in there because we have it like cordoned off because of the COVID. And uh, I was like, here you guys go. I was like, if you feel the need to disrobe and touch yourselves in, in the midst of eating this, there will be no judgment. Just feel free. I was like, I have killed a homeless man for this for this before. And they like took a bite of it. And they're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is ridiculous. Where is this? And then they ate, they like, like through like five of them, they ate, you know, two servings of it or whatever. And they were like, yeah, we're probably not going to get any more work done today. I don't know why you've done this. Mm-hmm. But all right. One more pause. Be right back. Do you think he's going to eat some of that cornbread right now? Probably, and then he'll have to take a quick nap. Nap? Is that a euphemism? It might be. Ask me what game I'm playing. Hey, what game are you playing? Just mowing. Is that virtual lawn mowing? Yeah, look. I got a special lawn mower. You have really long red hair in that picture, too. It's not me. It's the person in the game. It's you. Come on, man. It's you. Nope, I'm gonna look. I'm mowing. See, look, you get to mow. Is is that the whole? Is that the whole point of the game? Just yeah. do you not know the the game is called Just. And I'm mow. black. I, uh, I I I'm not familiar, but uh, the, it's called Just Mowing. It's Just Mowing. You just mow. It's a game. I don't know. I, I just I, arrived back into this conversation, but I hate. Yeah. I just hate. <laughs> I hate that I was part of it. <laughs> awesome. You just mow. Yep. It's very calming. You need to start doing heavy drugs. Too late. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, all right. I guess we can get into these tales of, whoa, most of them are about Joey Lawrence. Perfect. Yep. Let me share my screen. Will you? Uh, can you ask Duncan to stop talking to me? I found that that doesn't work, but sure. Yeah, uh, uh, Briggs was here earlier, and he was saying he just learned to accept that it was going to happen regardless. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, just like a cut boop. <coughs> Smart move. Uh-huh. News of our demise. Um, this one, a female passenger is tied to her chair after she kept taking off underwear during Russian flight. Like, even Russian flight <laughs> attendants don't <laughs> fuck around. So the 39-year-old wandered aimlessly around the cabin, taking on and off her underwear. Here she is tied up. She oh, is that's why they did it, because she's ugly. Exceptionally. Oh, I don't think that's true. That's 100% true. If there was an attractive person being like, I'm taking off my underwear, people like, oh, you know, that that kooky gal. Look how thoroughly she's tied. Yeah. Like, and like, they have like a seatbelt around her neck. Yeah. She's, it looks like she's cosplaying as Ronnie Wood's second visit to the Betty Ford Clinic. Wow. <laughs> wow. So wow. Can you, can you take a little bow on that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know if Gary knows who Ronnie Wood is, but 
I, I do. Awesome. Um, but he's, look at these. Look at he's these. He's quote unquote the new guy in the Rolling Stones. Dude, yeah, I know who he is. Um, look at these fucking knots, dude. They've got. I like that they use the seatbelt to tie her down too. It's like up by her neck. Yeah. How do you get a plane seatbelt up that high? It might be the one that they use for the uh, the demo at the beginning, teaching yeah. you how to use a fucking seatbelt. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the flap goes into the the slit. Yeah. It, it, they the way they explain it now they're like it's much like how scott david chase puts gauze in his ass it just slides right in like this yep can you um, can you slide it back up to the video yeah you're looking at her teeth aren't you no i'm looking at the fact that she's because uh, i just assume uh, her, 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 <laughs> i don't think she's wearing a skirt i think she's wearing pants which makes the yeah. take the underwear off and on thing that much more of a chore yeah, you committed to her craft. Um, she did admit afterwards to taking, I don't know, she didn't say what specifically, but some synthetic drug. Those mm. synthetic drugs, they are tomfoolery. They're not going to. Here she is later wearing a fur, which is yep. fucking madness. It's weird because with the mask on, she actually looks a lot younger. She's 39, I think. Jesus. Jesus. That's 39 Russian winters, though. Yeah, That's, I was going to say, Russia's a tough place. Yeah, she's she's had to fight three bears. Yeah, it'll ruin you up. Yeah. And not the Bernsteins. No. Um, so, yeah. That's, that's, I don't know what her name is, but uh, I don't think it says. You wish I was talking now, don't you? Nope. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, man dies after getting three-hour erection from coronavirus. Okay, coronavirus. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, coronavirus is ridiculous, dude. It can kill you in so many ways. There's like COVID-related strokes, heart attacks. It affects your lungs. It fucks with your brain. And now it's given boner death. Uh, Wait, so he had coronavirus, he got an erection, and then he died? Here, I'll give you the story. Okay. Uh, 69-year-old man from Ohio. <laughs> um, 69. Uh, wow. So, and, and that's how this podcast series ended, ladies and gentlemen. We realized we had jumped the shark, and he was done. Um, <clears throat> so when his lungs began to fail, they had him on a ventilator. When his lungs began to fail... Um, so they were using his penis to breathe. <laughs> like you ever seen that cartoon, the snorks? Um, yeah. L- lungs began to fail. Medics placed the man described as obese on his stomach for 12 hours, a technique used to help get air around his body. Uh, when he was turned onto his back later that day, the staff noticed he had developed an erection. Um, the doctors believed that COVID had caused blood clots in the man's penis. Um, ice packs were applied to the erection for three hours, which is rude to try to reduce the swelling. But when that, that failed, doctors resorted to draining blood from his penis using a needle, <laughs> which, <laughs> which proved to be successful. The priapism did not return. Then the patient remained sedated throughout. Um, he was taken to the ICU and eventually died when his lungs failed to recover. Did they ever, before they started draining blood, did they ever consider uh, draining some jizz from his balls? <laughs> yeah, that's the much more direct way to do yeah, give it. Him a, give him a good old rub and tug and see if that helps. Yeah. Um, I don't think they considered Should it. Should occur up like a stack of dimes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, so, yeah, something, something to do with blood clots in his dick. Good time. I can't even imagine that because I know how painful a blood clot next to my asshole was. We're mm-hmm. never going to hear the end of this one, right? I thought you wanted to hear more about I it. I kind of do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. One of my coworkers at uh, the place I work at um, is the son of a friend of mine. Um, and uh, Can you explain that relationship better? Yeah, yeah. So someone I grew up with, um, she's two years older than me. We've been friends since 1988. Her now 21-year-old son works where I work. 
And yeah. uh, so after, you know, I made a very, very public posting, which is funny because another friend of mine saw me at the place that I worked at. Um, he was shopping with his son and I was like, Hey, what's up, man? He's like, Hey, what's up? Sharing personal information on the internet. How you doing? I was like, <laughs> great. Um, but, uh, Jen, my friend had shared with me, uh, she, she was like, Oh yeah. At, Cause she has four kids. Um, my coworker being the oldest of her kids. She's like, after, you know, having kids got hemorrhoids this helps this helps this helps and then the next day we're on lunch break together me and her son and i was like so your mom and i were talking about hemorrhoid remedies the other day he's like well i can't unhear that ever again (laughs) (laughs) um nice Mm -hmm. so sticking to uh penises yeah um there is uh a Black market trade and monitor lizard penises. Okay. Um, this is what they look like. Is that one or two of them? That is one. I'm. I don't even understand which part of the penis. It's like bifurcated. I, it's bifurcated, my friend. All right. Yeah, he's got two. Uh, they're teeny tiny. You didn't know that. I mean, that's actually pretty good size considering how big a monitor is. Yeah, I guess. The person um, in the the the, the fucking um, Smash Mouth fan with the thumb ring on that's holding it, uh, <laughs> it's it's about the size of the first digit of his or her thumb. Yeah. Um, and by it you mean them. Yeah. So uh, there is a new trade in monitor lizard sex organs, which were being sold online as mystical roots from the Himalayas. Um, so where is it? The penises were being sold as half a Jody or pair of palms because of the minute, the monitor lizards penis when dried resembles two clasped palms. These lizards like the, like certain other squamates actually have two penises that are held inverted within the body and are extended only during erection. Um, so yeah, they're pretending this is like some root. That's super endangered. Hmm. Um, in order to sell them to dum dums, what do you do? Root. Like grind it up and eat it, or something? Uh, I don't know. I think you just have it. Yeah, grab that oh. lizard dick. <laughs> oh wow, this person's getting right after it, huh? Yeah, those were dried earlier, so we're gonna give that monitor lizard a little bit more uh, credit. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm gonna say. And this is going to be a little bit controversial, but uh, yeah, that monitor lizard's dick is ugly. <laughs> that sounds like uh, judging. Are you yeah. an ab- ableist or something? I don't know what these words mean. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I, I guess people just worship that root. They don't like eat it or anything. So what if religion was real? And worshiping it like did something, but because they were worshiping a lizard's dried dick instead, it conjured up a different deity. Do you think that that uh, non-lizard dick deity, the Hatha Jodi deity, would give them like some benefit of the doubt because they nope. were kind of no, nope. Okay. One thing I've learned about deities is not reasonable beings. In your experiences with them? Yeah. Okay. I've had no experiences with them because they're uh, not real. Mm. Just throwing that out there. Um, Oh, I didn't even do this on purpose. We're staying right on the topic of dicks here. Yep. Uh, And kind of in the same vein as this one, only this dick I don't think is bifurcated. But a Spanish rapper reportedly... Reportedly chops off penis's roommate for glory. For it says gory. Oh, gory video. Sorry, not glory video. Glory hole video. A gory video. Like a music so, video. Yeah, yeah. So Spanish rapper is accused of hacking off his roommate's penis with, with a 12-inch kitchen knife as part of a gruesome attempt to get attention on social media. So that sounds bad, right? Mm-hmm. Not great. Doesn't sound like a nice thing to do to your roommate, does it? He's probably also not a very good rapper. 
Um, I'm doing a little detective work and saying if he's got a roommate not making a lot of money from his rap. <laughs> That's true. Um, <clears throat> so it sounds like he's being a real dick to his roommate, right? Pun intended. Yeah. So his roommate, Aaron Beltran, uh, mm -hmm. allegedly made a deal with Andrew Breach, the rapper, an Oxford-educated British teacher, to amputate his manhood. With Breach agreeing to pay a fee depending on how many times the video was shared on YouTube. The payout arranged. So how much? Did you see the figures there? Yeah. Okay. The payout ranged from 173 pounds, I suppose, to about $240. They're using different things here. To a maximum of $3,000, according mm -hmm. to the report. Beltran now faces four and a half years behind bars if convicted of carrying out the grisly act in Zaragoza, Spain. Did the was the dude asleep when he did it, or he was just like, "Yeah, go ahead, let's uh, let me get that sweet sweet two hundred and sixty four dollars." Who needs this cumbersome dick? Wait, was his roommate a monitor lizard? Yes. <laughs> All right, that's making more sense now. Hold on. Uh, surgeons managed to reattach the penis, which is now fully functional, according to the Independent. Does he still get the payout? Um, get that sweet dick dollar. So, meanwhile, Breach claimed in court that he had cut off his own penis, contradicting his sworn statement that Beltran was responsible. Quote, I cut off my own penis. I was unwell. It was myself. He said, adding that he felt pressure from police to blame his roommate. Um, yeah. Um, that's, that's not a good deal. That guy's not making good deals. Yeah, I, I, I don't really like either of these fellows. Nope. Nope. They're not the best, I would go so far as to say. And I, I kind of, I wish they gave this guy's like rap name or something like that, because I would... Look him up and see. DJ Dick Cutter. <laughs> DJ Dick Destroyer. Yep. Um, all right, moving on. Drunk driver crashes into a uh, car of drunk driver coming to help. So I said that poorly. Um, so this broad here, yep. Natasha Nancy, Nen Nancy, Nancel, 24. Mm -hmm was drunk and drove her car into a ditch. She called this dude um, Melvin Arndt. A dumb name. And he ran into her car coming together. Uh, they were both busted. Um, they each said they had like two drinks or whatever, but they both blew well over double the limit. They both looked fairly fucking sauced in their mugshots. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking... So this is the thing, like, if you're fucked up and you crash your car, just leave your car, man. Get it later. Um, so I had a friend who, who you know, that got a DUI because of something like this. They both went off, two of them went off the road. They had just left a party where I was at. And they had both taken several shots of tequila. They were driving like a mile. They figured they would make it, but it was snowing out. And they slid off the road. Yeah. So they walked back to the house where we were. And they were like, hey, do you guys want to come help us get the cars? I was like, dude, just leave them there. So, Because obviously the cops are going to show up. Cars off the side of the road. Yeah. Eventually. So as we were, as people were trying to get the cars out, they showed back up, asked who was driving. Both of them got Deweys. Hmm. Dumb Yep. I believe the saying is, not going back to the car is the better part of valor. Uh-huh. I believe that's how that's said. Um... All right. Next. So this fuckwit. So you know how we're doing everything via Zoom now. Sure. <clears throat> this gentleman had Which a, a Which uh, this guy right here. The doctor? doctor. Yeah. He had a date in traffic court. Probably got some sort of ticket or something. Maybe. So he zoomed into his traffic court appointment or trial, whatever you want to call it. There's the cop yep. down below and the judge there. While he was doing a plastic surgery, he's a plastic surgeon, in the midst of operating. Perfect. Um, 
the judge asked if he was operating on someone. He said, I am, sir. I'm in an operating room. I'm available for trial. Go, go right ahead. Um, the judge did not agree. He said, unless I'm mistaken, I'm seeing a defendant that is in the middle of an operating room appearing to actively be actively engaged in providing services to a patient. Is that correct, Mr. Green, or should I say Dr. Green? Yes, sir, Green responded. I do not feel comfortable with the welfare of this patient. If you're in the process of operating, that, um, that I could put on trial, notwithstanding the fact that the officer is here today. Uh, however, Green assured the court that he was willing to proceed. I have another surgeon right here with me who is doing the surgery with me, so I can stand here and allow them to do the surgery also. Not at all. I don't think so, the judge responded. I don't think this, that's appropriate. I'm going to come up with a different date when you're not actively involved or participating in attending to the needs of a patient. That is a bold move. That's, this is a multitasking son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I don't give a shit about this patient. <laughs> yeah. These titties ain't getting any bigger. I wonder what surgery he was doing. Yeah, dick to me. That's why I was awake during my colonoscopy. I just wanted to make sure he wasn't going to be in traffic court. Yeah. I'm onto this shit. Wanted to make sure he just sewed that dick up back on, right? <clears throat> yep. Or got the second one on there. I've been looking for that bifurcation yeah. for a minute. Mm-hmm. I actually have a friend who has a bifurcated dick because he had it fucking cut in half to mm-hmm. get both the parts mm-hmm. fucking pierced. Uh, he showed me, and I was like, that's your dick, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, it actually feels amazing, like the sensation on the inside. I was like, uh, Yeah. That's why would you do that? Those people without video, that was a throwing up sound. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just describe a sound because people don't have video? Yeah. Okay. Good. Tracks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he like butterflied it, kind of. Yeah. Yep. Why? Yep. Um. His dad didn't hug him enough. Yeah. I'm gonna. My kid just fell asleep finally, so I don't have to pause this again. But I'm gonna go hug him right now. You're gonna what? Go hug him right now. All right. Um. So this next one is about flat earthers. So the argument that I've always seen, or one of the many, to refute flat earthers is like, why don't you just get? Because they always talk about like this ice wall that surrounds the fucking planet. Mm-hmm. The firmament, I believe they call it. Yeah. Um, why don't you get in a fucking boat and go find this shit? You know, just go out there. If you if you go in one direction long enough, you're bound to hit it. So several several people did that. Several flat earthers Good. decided to try to sail to the edge of the world. Um, they left from Italy. And wanted to prove that our planet was actually a flat disk by sailing with the, to what they believed would be the edge of the world. Italy's um, one of the furthest points from the edge of the world. It, yeah, it's... This gets, liability, bro. So they were about as smart as you would imagine, especially about science, which apparently includes navigation. I mean, Italians are stupid people. <laughs> wow. It's okay to be racist about other white people. Hey, man, I'm Italian. Um, so... Pretty sure this one is, too. Yep. You're outnumbered. I mean, I was talking about making a cocktail sauce pizza, so I'm an honorary Italian. Uh, You're just a bad person. Um, so I'm an Italian. There you go. Bad person. So they descent. They they didn't have the navigation down so much. Uh, They ended up, um, essentially running into not physically, but um, emotionally. Yes. Wait, did they think they found the edge? I don't think so, no. But they they ended up at an island off of Sicily. They went like 10 miles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sicily is in the Mediterranean. Like, you have to get out of the Mediterranean Sea and get into the ocean before you're really going to get anywhere. Right. Like, what, what sort did of they vessel del- were they in? What's that? What sort of vessel were they in? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so 
Yeah, so they they never got unless they don't believe in like the actual map of even just Europe. Like you have to get out of the well, the Gibraltar Straits there. Yeah, you got to get out of the harbor. <laughs> yeah, um, but the best part about this is they tried this obviously very recently, and you know they were then arrested upon getting back to shore because they were breaking quarantine. And uh, yeah. I was like, I didn't know it was illegal to be a shithead. <laughs> yep. So that was pretty great. So, yeah, no, uh, the world is round for anybody checking in on the update. Spherical. Spherical. Sorry. Um, there we go. So a North Carolina woman dragged nearly 1,200 feet after trying to dance next to car. Uh, she was hospitalized with serious life-threatening injuries after she was dragged 1,200 feet when she attempted to exit a vehicle and dance. Uh, the incident took place in Raleigh just before 2.30 a.m. Uh, according to the police, the woman had left the 2018 Honda and began, da- began dancing but became tangled in the car's seatbelt. As the light turned green, the rear left passenger exited and began dancing next to the vehicle. Uh, the passenger became tangled in the seatbelt as the vehicle began to drive away. The passenger was dragged approximately 1,185 feet before the driver was made aware of the situation. Oh, no. Yeah. Five people, including the woman, were in the car at the time of the incident. Uh, according to the I report. mean, you can't really include her in it if she wasn't in the car at the time <laughs> yeah, of the incident. Right. <laughs> um, uh, the driver was traveling the speed limit, which was 35 miles an hour, which is still not a nice way to be dragged. Like you on asphalt, you don't want to be dragged much more than a mile an hour, I would say. Just because it would be I mean, ouchy. Seems, yeah. Uh, the driver was not suspected of drug or alcohol use. How can you drag someone at 35 miles an hour, three and a half football fields without realizing what's going on with four other people or three other people in the car to be like, Hey, you should stop. So if there's five people in this fucking shitty Honda, there's other, there's two other people in the backseat that were well within view of uh, fucking the disco inferno over there. Maybe no, nobody really liked Nancy. I think that's probably the case. Um, so that was fun for her. Yeah, life-threatening injuries is not ideal. Yeah, she just, I mean, you know, she got bumblebee sanded down to fucking <laughs> nubbins by the road. <laughs> uh, people should use the word nubbins more. Yep. Um so our last thing here is a product, another product. I don't remember how I stumbled across this a week or two ago, but it struck me as real fucking dumb. So I wanted to share it with you. Products of our demise. So there is this right here. Drink it in. You you work with watches. What do you think? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm looking at. I mean, it looks like a watch, but... I don't see any hands on it. Yep. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And how do you feel about that bezel there? Look nice? No, it looks like corroded, rusting Ooh. metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Looks like, a little bit like doo-doo. Boop. Yeah, a little bit like boop. A little bit. Is that what it is? No, it is not feces. Boop. Um, so how much would how much would you expect somebody to pay for such a such a, a timepiece? Oh, uh, nothing. It doesn't have hands on it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it. It's not a watch. Knows, bro. Um, it also doesn't have a crystal, so that shit's not going to work for very long. How do you know? Because uh, I, I have eyes, and I'm looking at it. There's no crystal on there. Uh, I don't know where. For those people not in the know, the crystal is what most people call the face on watch, the glass part that protects the outsides from, or the insides from the outside world. There's no crystal there. Hmm. Um, so this sells for approximately $300,000. Fair. It is a Romaine Jerome day and night. Um, what? From Swiss watchmaker Romaine Jerome. This uh, doo-doo bezel here yeah. has some amount 
of metal from the Titanic. Okay. That they've brought up from the deeps. Okay. Uh, and as you can tell, you, you really can't um, tell time on it. Uh, the whimsical, this whimsical creation has only one purpose, to offer a completely new way of measuring time by splitting the time continuum into two manually complementing and yet opposing elements, day and night. Avant-garde in both design and concept, Romaine Jerome, day and night. Watch facilitates this new interpretation of time via two mechanical turbulions that operate in fixed sequences. <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. The day tribulion, which is made of red gold, operates only during the day and stops after 12 hours to entrust its functions to the night turbulion, which is nested in a steel carriage. Each of them symbolizes one of the opposing spheres of the wearer's activity, the daytime during which things are happening or best done, and the nighttime, which is the wearer's private time. This is the most exhausting episode ever. <laughs> so basically the guy made a, a watch that doesn't work and he's explaining away with a fucking uh, f- freshman philosophy essay. Yes. Couldn't he go like Deus Ex Machina or something? It's just, my goodness. Yeah, there really is no way to see what... The, forget hands. There's nothing yeah. else that really is, resembles a watch. I assume, but obviously, this Titanic metal for no reason. Yeah, for no fucking reason. It'd be one thing if like it looked cool, but it looks like absolute shit. That was the first thing. Like I was, I don't remember where. Like this came through like my newsfeed or something like that. I don't know why because I don't wear watches. And I was like, what does this doo doo watch? That was the first. If that's the first thing you think when you look at a watch, you should not be spending three hundred grand on it. <laughs> so then again, you should never spend three hundred grand on a watch. And that's why I haven't. Yeah. There's only nine that of is, them. To be fair, yeah, there's only nine of them. Yeah. Oh, that's nine watches I don't need to buy. It's more than three million bucks, bro. So 300,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, not buying him. No, I'm sorry. It's not, it's not quite 300 million. Sorry. Yes. Thank you, math. Um, that is not, by the way, why you've never purchased a $300,000 watch. It's not the reason I've never purchased a $300,000 watch. I mean, it could be on the list of reasons. <laughs> it is. I think number one up there with a bullet is uh, we don't have $300,000 to just, period, much less to throw in a watch. If I had $300 million. 300000 Okay. If I had $300,000, uh, I could still think of like at least 500 things I would buy before any watch. I mean, I, th- I think I could think of infinite things because I would never, ever, ever buy a watch because I don't have, I don't wear watches. Maybe I'd buy like a... Even though I work on watches, the only time I wear a watch is when I'm working my other job because I'm not yeah. supposed to have my phone out. Then. Like to know what time it is? Well, and also when I'm not at work, I don't really give a fuck what time it is. True. Well, if you don't give a fuck what time it is, oh, when you're not at work, you mean? Yeah, I got you. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can have my phone at all times while I'm working, I suppose. So, but I still wouldn't wear a watch. Maybe, maybe if I was really feeling dapper, I would get like a pocket watch. I just don't like shit on my wrists or hands or around my neck. How do you feel about a knife on your dick? Uh, I mean, I got a video to make. That's why two hundred and seventy-two dollars is involved. I could be talked into it. Yeah, I've heard they could reattach these sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, though, uh, I'm not going to claim that I did it. I am blaming you. If I'm getting my dick cut off, you're taking the fall. If you got your dick cut off and they're like, "We can reattach it," would you be like, "Hey, just for funsies, put it on upside down. Let's see what that feels like for a while." <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I don't think I'd be, I'm often in a joking mood. I don't think I would be at that, but we, yeah. I think I'd be All pretty right. serious about the, the goings on of my, my Mr. Johnson, but all right, that is all I have today. Ended on an expensive watch. 
Mm-hmm. A, a doo-doo looking watch. That straight doo-doo watch. Yeah, I'm trying to think by the next time we record if there's going to be another bullshit holiday going on. Uh, what, Easter? What are you guys doing for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, I'm sitting here talking right now. I might take a bath and then get, fucking get the poison out. I might take my Epsom salt bath. Yep. <laughs> it helps with my thritis. Jack off into a tube sock. You don't do that. Don't. That, I don't even understand the physics of that. I don't understand the physics of it either. Occasionally, I've used socks as a fucking drop cloth for jacking, and that's always difficult. But <laughs> a drop cloth. Well, put, it, usually, put it below your put it below your jerk off easel. Yeah. Well, no, I usually. Uh, <laughs> so usually, when I'm having a when when I'm having when I'm having a jack. I'll take my shirt off and then lay it on my belly. Yeah. So I can jerk off on that and then throw it in the hamper. So it usually occurs if I've jerked off at night to fall asleep and then in the morning I'm I'm feeling romantic again and don't feel like getting out of bed, I'll just take my socks off and use those. There's <laughs> a lot to unpack. If, if, if you ever walk to the door completely naked, I'm like, wow, he just jerked off a ton. Yeah. Right, because like where are your socks, bro? Yeah. He's sleepy again. <laughs> People are like, what are all these crunchy socks in the hallway? Making oh, rice fruit loop pizza. Making rice krispies anti treats. Uh-huh. All right. On that note, I will see you lovely ladies later. Okay, bye. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it. Hey, yo.